Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 11.30 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams. Live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Well, the Bible is right. The Bible is right. And I thank God the Bible is right. Saints of God. Glory to God. Um we're in the 22nd chapter of Proverbs, and we're down to the third verse. Amen. And I'm going to read this verse, but 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 stay with me, okay? Because I want to show you well, one of the things you see when you meditate a verse as opposed to read it. Now, when you read it, it says, A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself but the simple pass on and are punished. And that's the way it reads when you read a verse. And that's wonderful and that's good and that's valid. Amen. Nothing wrong with that. Glory to God. It's God's word. Nothing wrong with that. But when you meditate a verse, how do Christian how does Christian meditation go? Christian meditation is we meditate in the word and we meditate Word by word by word. We go real slow and meditate on each and every word. And notice notice something here. If you were meditating this verse, uh, I'm gonna not I'm not gonna do the first four because of time, but I'm just gonna show you something. When you go real slow, it says a prudent man foreseeth. And see, you'd be doing every single word. So when you get to the word foreseeth, a period, for a prudent man foreseeth. Now, see the riches in that? Not only do you have the actual verse, foreseeth the evil, but you also get a revelation that prudent men and women, they foresee. They foresee. Amen? 
How do, how do they foresee? Spirit of God giving them revelation. <clears throat> they dwelt in the scriptures so much and dwelt in God's presence in prayer <clears throat> and in devotion that the Holy Spirit causes them to see what other people don't see. Amen. <clears throat> they foresee. Amen. And one of the qualities of a superior leader is his ability or her ability to see what other people can't see. And so folks don't mind following them because it's clear that <clears throat> they foresee things and we're kept out of trouble because they see trouble long before trouble arrives, before it arrives, amen? So a prudent man foreseeth. But in this verse, when we read it, a prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, and hideth himself, and hideth himself. But the simple pass on and are punished. Now, what we're going to do, okay, I, I, I want to also read this verse. That is Proverbs 22.3 out, out of the Positive Thinking Bible. And no, let me do the Tanakh next. The Tanakh is the Jewish Bible. Amen. And this is what it says. A shrewd man, a shrewd, a shrewd man, a shrewd man saw trouble and took cover. The simple keep going and paid the penalty. And the positive thinking Bible, I like this one. It says, the reason I like this one is because it told me something to do. I was doing something wrong, but I wasn't realizing it was wrong. When I read this verse, I got, I got an education. It says, being what? The positive thinking Bible of Proverbs 22, 3. And it says, quote, when you see trouble coming... Don't be stupid and walk right into it. Be smart and hide. So we're going to look at these verses from the natural, and then we're going to look at it from a spiritual point of view. But look at the positive thinking Bible from the natural. When you see trouble coming, don't be stupid and walk right into it. That's what I used to do in high school. You know, can you remember, take your mind back to high school for just a moment. Do you remember when somebody would get in a fight and the word would go up, fight, fight, fight. Now, what would you do? You would run toward it because you wanted to see the fight. One, you wanted to see who was fighting, and then you wanted to see the fight. When I started reading the Bible, I learned from the Bible, when you see trouble coming, and this is what this verse says, Verbatim, quote, when you see trouble coming, don't be stupid and walk right into it. So from this verse, I learned, we're talking about the natural side of this verse now. We're going to get into the spiritual side in just a moment, but we're just talking about the natural side of it. I learned from this, this verse, don't go running <clears throat> toward trouble. Fight, 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 and we run toward it. No, no, no. The Bible teaches you to avoid trouble. Get away from it. <clears throat> in other words, go in the 
opposite direction of trouble. When you see trouble coming, what does the Bible say to do? Hide or get away from it. Amen? Now, look, there's so many benefits from that in the natural. I mean, just looking at it from the natural. A fight is going on down the street. You go running down the street. People pull out their pistols and start shooting. Haven't you ever heard of a stray bullet? A stray bullet could hit you. It could hit your child. It could hit your car. It could whatever. Okay, you say, well, but suppose you're not in it. Okay, but you're a witness to what happened. You saw what happened. The police got, okay, sir, uh, could you tell us what happened? Well, sir, you have to come down to the court, give your deposition. You have to come to the police station, give your deposition. You might, we might need you as a witness in the trial. See, you don't, you don't got in a whole bunch of stuff, all because you didn't have the wisdom of the Bible. If you weren't there, if you ran in the opposite direction, if you ran away from trouble, you couldn't be a witness in the in, downtown in the court, in the trial, because you weren't there. You didn't see it. But if you ran down there and you stood there and you saw it all, oh, they want you because they want a witness to tell them exactly what happened. And there you are. And now you're all caught up in it. Amen. And you got to go to court. and You got to do this. and You got to do that. All because you wanted to see what's going on. Let me run down there and see. No, the Bible says to avoid. We learn from this verse in the natural to avoid trouble, to get away from it, to go in the opposite direction. When I was a young man, it was the just the exact opposite. Curiosity. I wanted to see what happened. What happened down there? Let me run down there and I'm going to do so-and-so and so-and-so and so No, 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 no. If it's true trouble, if it's gunfire, if it's whatever, get in your car or get on that bus or whatever it is, you go in the opposite direction. Amen? But but maybe I could help somebody. Yeah, you're going to go down there with folks fighting or shooting or arguing. If there's an argument, a spirit of contention can come, and people get furiously angry. And when they get furiously angry, all kinds of bad things can happen. Amen? Now, if God puts you in a situation where you just happen to be right there and you can render aid to somebody, by all means, do it. Do it. But that's different from running all the way down the block. You're going to run down there and you're going to know you you ain't going to do nothing. God didn't have you down there. It's something breaking out bad down there. Go, 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 Go down this way. Amen. Go down. I'm just telling you what I believe the Bible is teaching. Avoid. It says, even in the King James, it says, a prudent man foreseeth the evil and he hides himself or goes away. Amen. Glory to God. When I read this verse, it changed my behavior because now I didn't say avoid a catastrophe. Somebody's in trouble. Okay. Uh, and you're right there. Of course you render aid. Of course you help. Of course you do what you can do. Amen? I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. Some uh, Somebody starts saying, hey, 
I, the son, uh, uh, over uh, uh, three uh, blocks down, so and so and so. I heard such and such a thing happen. Oh, you heard that? Okay, all right. You you go the opposite direction. Amen. God didn't put you down there. He put you up here. Why are you gonna go down there? You can you can see things that you didn't. It's better that you not have seen it. Amen. It would have been better. Don't you know? that there have been people that lost their life because they saw things that they shouldn't have seen and they got caught up in things that they shouldn't have got caught up in. Amen. If they had been prudent, they would have said, God got me right where I am and I'm going to stay right here. Amen. I'm not going to run way down there to find out what's happening. If, if, If the word comes back up, if God wants me to, he'll let me know what happened, but I ain't going to run down there and try to find out what happened. Amen. Glory to God. I'm telling you, that that revelation in God's word helped me because I was doing the opposite. I was so curious. What's going on? Let me go down there and see what's going on. You know, I'm going to go down there and fix it. That's the thing about us men. We always want to fix things. Amen. Our spouses come to us and just want to talk to us. And what's the first thing that comes to our mind? We want to fix it. We want to, there's something in us men. We want to fix it. We want to get it right. We want to correct it. Amen. Glory to God. A prudent man, mm, just, just, if God got you right in the midst of it, okay. But if not, just cool out. Amen. Glory to God. Go the other way. Amen. Stay out of it. Stay out of it. Glory to God. I'm up against a commercial. I'll be right back. Hold on. I'll be right back. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two dot com. Beloved, we're in Proverbs twenty two three, King James: A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Now I want to look at it a little bit from the biblical and the spiritual point of view. Amen. Glory to God. And I believe this verse can also be interpreted as a prudent man sees judgment day coming and hides himself in Jesus. For there is a judgment day coming. And so many brothers and sisters in Christ are trying to preach the gospel, the gospel message in so many different mediums, in so many different ways. They're trying to tell people that it, that judgment day is coming. Amen. And a picture of this 
is when the Israelites, they did this in Egypt. God told Moses that the death angel would pass through the land. But for the Hebrew people who believed to mark their uh, houses, their doors, their doorposts, and their lentils with blood, amen, the blood of a lamb, the Hebrews and the Egyptians who believed God's word, they did so. And as the deaf angel went throughout all the land, the slave, the firstborn of every family, those who for who foresaw the evil and did what God said were spared. Amen. We also see this. This is a, this is another picture, if you will. <clears throat> we see it pictured with Noah. God spoke to Noah, and Noah saw the death that would come. A flood would flood the whole world. Now, he didn't know what rain was, amen? Maybe he didn't know what a flood was, but God was talking about it would, uh, it would come and it would uh, 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 subdue the whole world, amen? Uh, uh, Noah saw that bad thing was coming, but he followed God's instructions and passed through the flood completely unharmed. Him and his family, and from this, and in this, we see we can see a picture of Jesus Christ. For you must be born again to escape Judgment Day, to escape God's wrath, death, hell, and the grave. Amen. Glory to God. You have to believe God's word and believe God concerning the final judgment. Amen. Glory to God. All that do this, all that believe the gospel are spared and they don't pass they don't pass through the judgment, a great white throne judgment. Amen. Glory to God. And in that judgment, according to the Bible, glory to God, all that are not written in the book of life, thrown in the lake of fire. The prudent man sees the evil and hides themselves in Jesus. And many times, glory to God, the Bible says, but the simple pass on. The simple, the unbelievers, the, the, the mockers, uh, they face certain doom and punishment. And because that's so, so many people are out there. I'm seeing more and more people in all kind of different ways try to preach the gospel to, 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 to people out here. They tell them to hide themselves in Jesus Christ. When, while you can, amen, glory to God, hide yourself by becoming born again for the certain terror that is to come if you're not saved. And, you know, the unsaved, when you witness to them, they like, some of them like to reject Jesus. And the thing that gets on both my my wife's nerve and my nerve is when you're, you're witnessing to these people, and they say, and unfortunately, and I'm not picking on anybody, but unfortunately, the young people say this. The young people tend to say this. You, you start telling them about Jesus and, and telling them they're going to need him. And they say, I'm good. I'm good. That's okay, brother. I'm good. But, but if you don't have Jesus Christ, you're not good. You know, there's a homeless young lady. She looks like she's about... 28 years old, maybe 30, maybe. 
and she's out there on the street. She just lives on the street. From what we can tell, she's homeless. And many people tried to witness to her. And my wife one day went over and witnessed to her. And she keeps saying, I'm good, I'm good. Now, here you are, 28 years old, maybe 30 years old. You're homeless. You're out on the street. You got no place to go. Every time we go down to Planet Fitness to go walking every day on the treadmill, and she's out there under the, on, on, under the overhang of the building. She, she stays under the overhang from the rain and the wind and stuff like that. Now, you homeless and you outside and you ain't got no place to go. And all you do is sit there all day long smoking cigarettes. And people are trying to reach out to you in all kind of different ways. And you keep saying, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm... Now, how are you going to be homeless and you good? How are you going to have no money and you good? How is she good? She's homeless. No savior without God in this world. How is she good? You know, you know, glory to God, you know how it is. Can you imagine, saints of God, how it is trying to live in this world without Jesus? Without Jesus? Can you imagine that going through your day without Jesus? He saves you a thousand times. How many times has he saved you on your job, on the road, just out in general? Your body starts acting crazy, and you, and you holler out Jesus, and you come back to yourself. Glory to God. And, and, and you know that you couldn't, in your heart of hearts, you know you can't make it without the Lord. Because many times we say, I don't know how I made it without God. Before I got saved, I, I don't have any idea. How did I make it without Jesus? Amen? And yet this lady, young lady, she might be 30 if she's lucky. I don't think she's that old, but I'll, 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 I'll bump it up to 30. But still, 30 years old is young. And you ain't got Jesus. You ain't got God. No hope in the world. You homeless. And what she doesn't understand is time is going by. Amen? No, no, nothing, nothing put in the Social Security. So she have a retirement, married, no, no immediate family, no children, not having, you're not married, no children. Right now at 28, 30, 32 years old, yeah, you can eat peanut butter. You can make it. But what about when you get 50, 55, 60? You still gonna be out in the street drinking uh, 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 sweet uh, drinks, uh, water and sugar drinks? You still gonna be smoking cigarettes, be uh, uh, begging for money, and say, "I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, brother, I'm good. I don't need Jesus. I'm good." Glory to God. This verse says that the prudent seeth the evil coming. I can't continue to live like this, the way I'm living. Somehow, some way, things, this is not going to turn out well. I better turn to Jesus. I better, I better, I done tried everything in my own life to run my own life. I'm out here on the block. 
I'm not getting ahead. I thought I was going to get ahead. I thought I was going to come out here and show everybody how I was going to be a millionaire at 30. And I was going to, I was going to do this and I was going to do that. And I was going to have video production or I was going to do nails and make a million dollars or, or do hair or open up my own business. But that didn't happen. And now I'm out here. Now I'm out here. No, no, no family of my own. But now I'm 45, 50 years old. What am I going to do? Amen? And no Jesus? And no Jesus? See, if you got Jesus, it's never too late. In one second, Jesus can perform a miracle, and even if you are 45, he can turn that thing around. Joseph is a good example. The man was in prison. He was a slave in prison. And the next minute, God is so powerful, he's prime minister of Egypt. So if you are late in life, it's not too late for you if you got Jesus. Now, it's super late for you if you don't have the Lord. You out of your mind. You crazy. You you don't. You, woo. Without God, I would say you mentally ill. You don't understand what you're about and what you're doing and what you're losing and what you're passing up without God. The Lord Jesus, you can make it. He can turn it around for you in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. He can do it. He can do it. He can do it. I'm telling you, he can do it. Whoa, fantastic. And all you have to do is look in the Bible and see the great things that the Lord can do. You know, it wasn't enough for God to open up an ocean. That would have been spectacular enough because that all by itself is spectacular. But God don't do nothing halfway. It says when he opened up the Red Sea and had the uh, Hebrew children pass through it, he didn't have them pass through it in thick mud. It says they passed through on dry ground. God, when he opened up the Red Sea, he dried the land. He, he caused it to be dry so that they wouldn't walk through in mud. Now, you tell me how powerful that is. Tell me how powerful that is. God is able. God is able to turn around your situation. If you don't know God tonight, prudent, look ahead. Right now, you might feel you don't need it. You might have a fine car and got all kind of wonderful things going on. You got your little, you got your little uh, TikTok business. You, you, you hustling. You making a little bit of money. That's right now, beloved. That's right now. But will that thing continue for the rest of your life? Will that thing be worth something for the rest of your life? Glory to God. A steady job, a steady profession, a steady sources of income, however you want to define it. Glory to God. I'm telling you, you might be getting by right now, but I'm telling you, you're going to need him. You're going to need Jesus. You're going to need him. Glory to God. And don't look, don't you understand? The Federal Reserve is raising interest rates to do what? To make to make the country go into recession. It ain't going to be an accident. They're doing it on purpose. They, they say it. We want to keep raising interest, interest rates to tamp down inflation. 
to bring the country into recession. And as soon as inflation goes down and we're in recession, then we'll ease up and try to bring the country, the, country the, the economy back up on purpose, forcing the economy into recession. I'm telling you, you're going to need Jesus. You're going to need Jesus. How many people are going to do your thing if we're in recession and and everybody's holding back their money because they don't want to spend it? They don't know it's too so much uncertainty out there. Amen. And then what you going to do? I'm telling you, you're going to need Jesus. You're going to need him. Cry out to Jesus tonight if you don't know him. Jesus said you must be born again. That's one of the few things that where he said you must. He said, marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. How are you born again? By being born of God's spirit, by asking the Lord Jesus into your life to save you. In your own words, cry out from the sincerity of your heart and say, Jesus, save me. Save me, Lord Jesus. I want to hide myself in you. There's some things that's coming on this economy and this world. And the only place that I can hide is in you. Save me, Lord. Save me. Amen. And if you meant it from your heart, glory to God, I'm here to tell you that Jesus will do just what he said he would do. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, the Bible says. Amen. Glory to God. You're a whosoever, and you call upon the name of the Lord. And by the authority in God's word, I can tell you that if you call on Jesus, you shall be saved. Amen? Call on him tonight. Don't let another night go through. Why? Because a prudent man foreseeth the evil and hides himself in Jesus. Pass on. The the verse says, but the simple pass on and are punished. The simple think it's a joke. The simple think life is a joke. The, oh, <laughs> oh, come on now. It ain't all that. Uh-huh. The simple pass on and are punished, the word says. Has the Bible ever lied? The Bible says if you just pass on, that you'll be punished. It doesn't say you'll live the life of Riley. Glory to God. Call on Jesus for salvation. I love you. I te- I'm telling you the truth. God loves you. Bye-bye. See you next week. The Bible has the answers. Bye-bye, sweeties. I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. 